All right, hello and welcome to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham and Kevin Adams with you as we are every Wednesday. Um, Kev, man, I, I can say I'm I'm ready to be back in person doing this together in real life, face to face. And it it looks like we're just yeah. maybe a couple of weeks away from that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh, it'll be good. And, uh, maybe a little bit more energy. So yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of things would fall into that, under that umbrella. So yeah, hey, me too. Hey, amen. Well, it was, uh, you know, we, we got to hang out on Monday and it was yeah. an awesome reprieve, man. Got to come down to, uh, your neck of the woods down there at the beach. And it was, it was fabulous, man. So I appreciate you you hosting me. And uh, it was just, it was a good time. Uh, we appreciate yeah. everybody who is uh, jumping on today. Um, we have quite a few things going on in the earth. And uh, what we want to try to do is, is bring some encouragement and truth to the table in the midst of uh, what is quite chaotic. But before we jump into the show today, we want to recognize our corporate partners I'm going to throw them up on the screen here. Um, give me just a moment. There they go. We're grateful for our corporate partners and everybody who makes this show possible. These folks support the work that we do. We support the work that they do. And so we're grateful for all of them. Specifically, want to recognize uh, Physical Therapy Services of Wilmington. That's ptservicesofwilmington.com on the web, um, as well as our good friends at Century 21 Swallier and Associates. Um, you can reach them at 910-256-0021. So back to um, kind of today's show. Um, so Kev, man, you and I were talking just before we went live and, and we called mm -hmm. today's show, we titled today's show, Counterfeit Christianity. And uh, I love it because it's punchy, <laughs> um, but it's a real thing we have to be aware of. <clears throat> is there is a real thing and there is a counterfeit. So let's, let's start the conversation by talking about maybe where this was birthed out of, um, you know, something that God's put on your heart uh, with that language uh, as of late. Well, I, I think it's, uh, it, it's kind of in line with the idea of accidental hypocrisy, right? Um, uh, I think you took a snippet of one of our shows and put it out there uh, dealing with that. It, this is not, uh, it's not an indictment of people's heart, uh, that want truth, but it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's underlying it's, it's navigating by the wrong system. Hmm. And because of that, you, there's deceit and deceit, uh, is, you know, the enemy is the father of lies so the word counterfeit pops right into that. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's uh, something that uh, we hold uh, <clears throat> some kind of a monopoly on. But, uh, you know, you, we talked the other day and you had some neat ideas and I think you shared them out um, about the enemy's tactics. Um, and and I, I feel like what God's been showing me lately, uh, it's not new. It's just more profound and more pronounced. It's louder now. And that is the idea that counterfeit, uh, the enemy counterfeits everything. His whole thing is to take some truth, mix it with some lie, and stir it all up so that we, if we're not navigating by the Spirit and the Word by faith, 
then we will uh, be seduced by that and fall right into it. Mm. So we'll talk about some examples of that, maybe to bring it to earth rather than yeah. just some kind of a big statement. So the, um, the, the, there's a passage that's just been on my heart with it. Um, Jesus talking about the leaven of the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. And he says, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Paul writes about that too, to beware of the leaven because a little leaven ruins the entire lump. Sure. And, yeah. and I feel like right. what's, what's going on, man, is so much leaven of hypocrisy mm-hmm. and counterfeit has entered into our systems of church, government, culture, all the stuff that we end up with a leavened lump that mm-hmm. we're not about, we're not, we're not here to unleaven the lump, right? And that's what you're saying. <laughs> right. it, you can't unleaven yeah. the lump. You have right. to live by an entirely different system. Yeah. Yeah. That's and right. So, so we're at a choice yeah. point in culture where people have to mm-hmm. make a decision. And, and that's what I think you said is more profound now than ever. Well, it's, it's more clear, you know, I think, uh, a lot of people get into these modes of let's fight for our political stand. Let's, uh, I'm a little bit tired today, just, but in a good way, I'm relaxed. So bear with me in my slow Southern around the mountain way. Um, but, uh, we see it. People want to fight the good fight, mm. but what they don't understand is we're not in a place anymore where you can just fix the surface. And yet we're continuing to try to do that more and more and more, but it's that same acceleration of man. Uh, man's ways can carry us so far, but they don't get very far off the earth. And when we follow that, the ultimate is humanism. Uh, it's Greek thinking. It's philosophical. It's logic and reason. And it points to, it, it leads to death. It doesn't mean it's death to use logic to, to solve a problem. God gave us that. But it means when we make that our God, then we make the clay rather than the potter, uh, the thing on our heart, and we follow it. Well, we can profess God all day long, but if we don't understand how he works through us, then we will be seduced by that. And, you know, the biggest thing you see is fear. Um, And I I really do not like rehashing crap that other people say or, uh, you know, what's the point of me saying anything if it's not different or if it's not provocative or helpful? So. I just don't like that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you're here for a little while. It needs to be unique. Um, so that's <laughs> why I don't like to get too deep into that. But what we can see very clearly is there is a line. It's not a new line, but it is one where people who are Christians or professing Christians uh, now do not have uh, much more than a balance beam to walk on. You can't rest on it anymore. It, it's more of a tightrope. It used to be a wide area, a big gray area. I'm a Christian. I do this and this, but I do all that too. And so now uh, what we're seeing is it's it's a very, very thin line. You're either 
going to walk by faith and be led by the Spirit, or you're going to follow man's ways. Now, that's mm-hmm. big, big stuff. Um, but there's there's a lot of practical examples. So I think we could we could talk about that. What does it look like if we kind of, you know, point it out in, in culture and behavior patterns? Yeah. And scripture. Um, well, you know, I, I the thing that the, 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 as far as an example, I mean, you, you bring whatever, I just, one that's popped into my mind is how mm-hmm. quick a Christian professing Christian again is to condemn the behavior of other individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and here's what the Lord was kind of speaking to me about it is the apostle Paul sought letters to have the authority to imprison and kill Jesus followers. Mm -hmm. Yet that same apostle Paul is the one who God used to revolutionize the following of Jesus and take the name of Jesus into the outer, you know, regions. And so for us to condemn people for behavior is to remove the very power of God to transform that person into a usable vessel. And Mm -hmm. and so that to me is dynamically hypocritical and it might profess God, but it has nothing of his character underneath it. So that's the example that comes to mind for me. Well, you know, I think Paul had integrity the whole time, but uh, he was wrong. And when he understood that he was wrong by upheaval, um, then he followed what was right. I don't think his, he was in an evil place. He just was wrong. He missed it. So it's a good idea. I mean, it's a good example of. Um, but that so that, that that's, you know, I appreciate that. Uh, let, let's here's here's some things. Right. There's no condemnation for us. I mean, that's scripture, right? Yes, you know Romans that there is now no no condemnation for those, and so we know that. So when you, when things make you feel condemned, when they make you feel chaotic, when you know this counterfeit thing, it 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 creates confusion. God's not; He doesn't land on chaos. He's not the author of confusion. He's not condemning, and uh, you know when you, you think about all that, that's what this is man's best this is where it goes so it's not about uh so here's some other examples let me make this more practical let's talk about uh saul versus david king saul versus david david by the world standards was a worse off guy because the world chose their best man's best was a narcissist named Saul, who made himself out to be God without saying it. So he didn't follow, his heart didn't follow God. And uh, so his decisions and behavior seemed a little bit less, eh, no big deal. David's behavior was deplorable, but David repented. But David's heart belonged to the Lord always. And so it's never about the thing you see. It's about what God is doing. And when we navigate by that, we choose, you know, we choose the best looking or it, it's just, it's not, it's settling. And, and, and it's so clear in scripture, but some worldly examples, 
uh, a counterfeit, right? Um, think about a think Jesus was very approachable. Mm. Now, how many pastors have you seen, especially in big churches, that are not approachable or even have an entourage around them? I've seen that. You yeah. can't get near them. Man, that's that's disgusting. And yes, there are logistical issues. You can't talk to everybody. But if your heart isn't open to that and you're in that position, man, that's disgusting. That's one example. Um, The world clamors after the rich and powerful, but it also fails when the Epsteins and the Weinsteins molest and destroy young women yes that's the world's best yes now god's clarifying this Mm. but that's still man clamors for it and so so we go after that and we say we've got to fix and even we got churches saying we our whole thing is to fix the race relations or to uh stop the drug problems these sound good they're not bad yes awesome do it but it won't work why because the problems are spiritual so it's not about go vote your conscience do all that stuff but the chaos around what we're saying isn't fighting politically it's not it doesn't work it's not going to work you know we call it hitting around a turd it's going to get you both dirty and it doesn't work it doesn't work when you beat people over the head with the bible it doesn't work in multi-level marketing when you pitch something and try to get people roped in it's the same spirit so what i'm saying is what does work is what jesus did so yeah. we'll use his example you know it it clarifies everything it's to eradicate spiritual poverty now you got three great fears so when you think about that, um, it it that's that's if you can eliminate those things and you eliminate the 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 stronghold pathways, it doesn't mean those things don't still creep around. It just means that they don't have any hold over you. So what are those three fears? You know, we teach this and learn to feel the word, the fear of death, right? We've seen that out there a lot, haven't we lately? Yes. And you got people, you know. Wearing these, I can't, I don't even like to do that with that, with my face. God gave me my nose, my mouth to speak and to breathe. But we see that it is fear of death, you know, and anything, sickness, hypochondriacs, all of that. I'm not saying there isn't a virus, so whatever. But the fear of it, man, that's not from the Lord. Mm. And so when we follow that and try to argue for it, it's, it's condemning. Haven't we seen that? People arguing over it. Yes. It's confusion. So we got the next fear. What's the next one? Fear of poverty, poverty. right? So fear of poverty means, oh no, I've lost my income. I've lost my job. I've lost, and it, I'm not saying it's not real or a precious need. It is. But if you don't depend on God for that, you're it's done anyway. Now, I'm speaking from experience here. I'm not, there's no condemnation of what I'm saying. I'm saying don't let that be on your heart. And then, then the, the other one is the fear of the opinions of people. Well, wow, we see that everywhere, right? You got people sending rioters in. There's, there's, 
ignorant, terrible, murderous people in every camp and every people group. And you can see the worst of humanity when someone kills or hurts somebody. It's just terrible. There's no God in that. That that event we saw the other day was horrendous, right? But what we're seeing go around us, which I don't even like to focus on because Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. So we've got to do that. So I'm not being crass or arrogant. I'm just saying, look, I got work to do. All the chaos, I'm not getting caught up in it because we've got to eradicate spiritual poverty. So those are just some examples of what we see going on around us of counterfeit. But when you see brethren falling into that, whether they're afraid to die or they're afraid that God won't take care of them or they're afraid of what other people think through their workplace or whatever about, you know, this people group. If you don't stand up, then you're you're terrible. It's not none of that from God. Mm. That's that's a lot a sermon, probably, which I didn't want to do. But it, there's a lot of counterfeit stuff going on out there. But it's. The pathways fear. Yeah. So please interject. So, I'm talking. Yeah. Too much. No. I mean, I, and I and I'm I'm so glad you took the the time to share and speak from your heart about what this is going on because I really do believe, Kevin. Right now, people are hungry for truth, and they're settling for counterfeit. It goes back to that thing yeah. that we talked about earlier. Is you know, I, I love to fish, and if yeah. you're hungry enough you can throw a piece of silver in the ocean and they're going to bite that daggum hook. It ain't food. It's so that I can eat them. Right. (laughs) And the enemy is crafty and the enemy is the same way. He is going to fish for men's hearts with counterfeit lures that Mm -hmm. look like food. And we bite onto that and get consumed Mm -hmm. by the enemy. And that's what's happening in the earth right now is a people God's mm-hmm. people, right? Yah Israel, right? God's people who are being uh, captured and consumed by that which is counterfeit. So the, the, that leads me to kind of the, the concept of how do we begin to discern that which is counterfeit and that which is true? Well, you, you know, we've talked about this and uh, it, it's it's really important and it's not a it's it's scripture, but it's it's in a way that makes sense. I think very practical. Uh, we have to we have two sort of guidelines. God tells us he's going to go before us. And he's our rear guard. So God's not a liar. So either you believe that or you do not. All right. Now it's just very clear. So if you don't, if you're, if you're always yeah, butting the word, then you're, you're already uh, allowing the enemy to pull you away from truth. It is the truth. If you don't believe that, then you're already not his. It's that simple. Now I'm not going to argue with anybody about that. It's not my place, but, that's what I choose to live out as truth. Why? Because God says it is every word of it. And so, but people are constantly trying to make everything reduced down to a box of logic. And and we can't do that. We're not smart enough. We don't have the ability. 
So eventually what you find out is you see medical science and technology and you see people like Elon Musk who are pioneering things, but none of that matters, nor can we even keep up with it with, with human intelligence in, in terms of adaptability. So the only way you've got left is either you're going to go this route and put it in whatever kingdom you want, whatever mountain of influence. What, but the, the, the only thing you've got left, but it's the true thing, is to walk by faith exactly like God says. And it's superior than any of this because now we're going to the, we're investing everything into the greatest thing there is, the mm. creator, the father. And it overcomes all of that stuff. So we don't have to live that way. But to learn to step into this means you got two things. You have to begin to step into the word and let it renew your mind. It'll give you peace. It'll, it'll start to let those fears fall away. And then, and then it'll edify your spirit. And <laughs> it's exciting when, you know, I've seen this over and over again. When people begin to be led by the spirit. Uh, it's like you can see more, you, you know, kind of what's going on. You and he talks to you, he leads you, and I mean that's the joy of my life is to see that come alive in people. It's already there if you believe, but but it gets pushed aside when we, we're led by something else. So the if there's a step process which we teach, I don't like too much pattern stuff, but but you've got to focus on the word, and that keeps you not focused on walking by sight or the enemy. Yeah. Jesus said through Peter, not to him, but through him, get behind me, Satan. Why did he say that? I mean, people don't even think through this. He said it to get the focus off of it. So people say, well, why aren't you paying attention to the news? You live in a cave. I'm like, no, man, I live in God's green earth and it's a good place. Now I got work to do. So I'm going to go do it. You see, mm. other than, Let's dwell on this stuff. Let's argue it. I don't, it, it doesn't mean we don't read the headlines. It just means, okay, I see it. But if I don't, do you want Kevin Adams to, to help people that he's been gifted to help or Matt to go help the people or any, anybody out there? Or do we want to uh, uh, just talk about what we see out there? Mm. You know, what's, <laughs> So got to get your focus off, put it on the word, and then the spirit becomes edified and it starts to open up and you can be led by that. That's a lot, but it's, it's, it's the truth. So we can well, it's we a, it's, take a break. Here. Yeah, are we, are we at a break time? Cause we can take a break and then come back. No, finish your thought. And then, you know, well, it's, 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 it's a complete misdirection of focus. That is just, I have this picture of if the enemy is going to rob your house, he's not going to overpower you through the front door and, you know, just come in and take everything. He's going right. to send a salesman to the front door to, to try to sell you a vacuum cleaner while he comes in the back door and, you know, yeah. robs you blind. And right. that's what's happening right now is the world is being distracted with all of the stuff while they're being subsequently robbed of the enemy. And it's because our focus is off of where it needs to be. Because if we had the spirit of God, we would discern that when that salesman comes to the door, nah, that's mm -hmm. not for me. That's right. And, and so, you know, we, it, it's like saying, 
Uh, well, there's just tons of stuff to say. We can we can get into it, but but just think about this: people are going after what they see, like people are going after resources rather than becoming resourceful. You know, think about the difference between those two. When God is in it and working through it, it's superior. It just works. You don't have to argue. You can smile even. It doesn't mean you you don't care about what's going on out there. It means the enemy is desperately trying to keep us unproductive. And he does that through a mix of truth and lies, like a $100 bill that's a counterfeit. It's still the same size. A good counterfeit bill is pretty neat. It's a piece of art. But if you have the, the tools to, to see it, it doesn't take, you know, duh. So you don't get an upheaval over it. Oh, no, there's a counterfeit bill. Oh, no. I mean, you just I uh, see what it is. I got to get over here and get, get a real one. But it's the same size. It's green. It has 100 on it. It looks very similar. So there's some truth there. Mm. But it's a complete lie, a negative and a positive. What is it equal? Remember that stuff, a negative. So you can't serve God and something else. Money is the one he talks about because it's the thing that people chase after the most, most transferable resource. But anyway, well, let's take a break and uh, yeah. come back. Sounds good. Well, guys, uh, we've got some folks tuned in here on uh, our Facebook Live. We encourage you guys to ask any questions, uh, leave any comments, uh, let us know where you're watching from. Just feel free to engage. We see those. Uh, we would love to talk about any of it uh, on the show if it's applicable. Uh, but we want to recognize our corporate partners uh, for being part of this with us. And I'm going to pull that up now. Uh, we have uh, Melissa, the coach. Melissa Thomas is a speaker, personal finance coach, uh, who really helps people declutter their lives, become more organized in their life and finances so they can pursue uh, what it is that God has put them here to do. You can connect with her, melissathecoach.com, melissathecoach at gmail.com, uh, as well as um, Dr. Greg Veeman at Seacoast Skin Surgery. Dr. V also has a ministry, Everlasting Strength. You can check him out on the web, everlastingstrength.org. Uh, Chris Hutchins and his team at Guaranteed Rate Mortgage, more than 25 years of experience in the mortgage business. If you have any needs regarding your mortgage or refinancing, 910-344-0304. A couple more here, the Honeycut Group, Chad uh, and his family, family-owned uh, insurance business here in Wilmington. Uh, reach out to them, 910-338-1773. Uh, and then we also have um, Freeman Landscape, uh, the largest privately held uh, landscaping irrigation company in Eastern North Carolina, family owned and operated. Um, and then last but not least, the Rising Tide team, a full service real estate team uh, here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Make sure you reach out to them. Phone number is 910-620-7177. Um, so today, guys, we are talking about counterfeit uh, we titled it Counterfeit Christianity. Kevin, we went down a long uh, list of a lot of different things in the first segment there. We actually just had mm -hmm. Stacy Snell comment. She said, you guys, um, <laughs> she said, I've heard the word counterfeit three and four times today. Uh, thank you guys for speaking the truth. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, that's how the spirit operates, right? There's unity in the spirit. So you start seeing these things pop up. Um, mm -hmm. You were talking about counterfeit money before we took a break. And as you're talking about that, you're talking about that a counterfeit bill looks a heck of a lot like a real bill. Um, mm -hmm. I think what you, this is the interesting piece to me. 
why people are losing their, their uh, cookies right now is because mm-hmm. they've built their entire world on counterfeit dollars. And they're refusing to recognize that all mm-hmm. of their wealth is in counterfeit money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Well, that's counterfeit means, uh, look, think about, you know, I don't want to get into too deep into a bunch of narratives about behaviors and what people, what type of sin people engage in or whatever. Um, but just look, anything that has a dose of truth in it, go back to the garden. You know, <laughs> the enemy always uses a, a, a piece of truth and asks a question to accuse or throw people off course. And, you know, it, it just, it, that's his way he does it. And he, and he uses fear chiefly. Um, but that opens up other things like pride and, and all kinds of things, but, but just stay in the course here. Um, you know, I think a lot of times we're, we're looking at what is counterfeit and we, we, we are pointing to money or examples that are very clear to our eyes. But, uh, you know, I mentioned Saul earlier, Saul was man's best. He, but he was a counterfeit, uh, it didn't mean that he didn't have some good motives at some point. It just means he wasn't God's best. So it's an inferior thing, but we run to it because human nature always wants to live by an inferior way. And that's what we see. That's why he says, walk by faith, not by sight. People know this. Christians have heard this for, you know, however long that that's been around thousands of years. And, uh, yet, it's just, it's overwhelming. So they follow the beautiful things. They follow the famous, the beautiful, the wealthy. And again, I mentioned, you know, Epstein and Weinstein. They knew each other, by the way. Horrible people. But yet they they rose to this place of power. And um, all they do is destroy, all they did was destroy people. Um, you know, so what do we do in that kind of world? You don't just jump in and it's not about getting better laws and all that. Yeah, all that comes, but what's the deeper thing? It's spiritual. You've got to get rid of spiritual poverty. Yes. And we can, God said, uh, physical poverty, the poor would always be with us. Mm. So, you know, we want to eliminate it as much as we can, but that's not the answer. The answer is spiritual poverty and spiritual poverty, uh, just like those three fears, fear of death, fear of poverty, like physical, uh, you know, lack. Mm -hmm. Um, You see wealthy people that have that and people that, you know, so what do they do? They have a hoard mentality. Hold on instead of generous. Yes. Or look what I did, but it's nothing compared to the widow's might. Mm. So, over and over, we just see this whole map of chaos. And so what the, the seduction is through fear, um, I got to jump in. Yes. And, you know, I'm afraid of that. So I've got to do something about it. I'm either afraid of what people think of me. Yes. I'm afraid of not having, you know, God, I trust God for air in my lungs, but somehow he won't put food in my belly. Now, that would be an evil God. It, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. exist. So. You know, then you've got the fear of death. Well, 
there's some crazy virus out there, we're all going to die. Mm. That's just not true. It, you know, there's a virus. There's all this stuff has nuggets of truth in it. You get it? You see what yes. I'm saying? Yes. But but when we the enemy turns it into chaos, chaos, confusion, uh, condemnation, and that none of that's from God. So we we'll call that anyways. C three. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we got a good friend we that called that, and uh, we he's uh, he's a good dude. <laughs> I didn't even think. I didn't even think about that. That's so funny. We, we don't. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to confuse the two. True man of God, wonderful human being, but yeah, uh, we apologize. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we so so we got to hit pause, right? We we have to hit pause, and then now, how do you what people? I think sometimes people Matt think that that well, if I just have a more determined faith, then fear goes away, Mm. but that's not what happens. It's not about determining faith. Scripture shows us that fear and love are the opposites. That's why perfect love casts fear out. So love is indefensible. We have to act in love. So it means we don't want to join people in their stress, in their chaos. God does not land on that. We have to lead people out of it. Well, the best way to do that is to let Jesus work through you, but to point to the Father. That's what he did. So it's not... uh, it's not some theological practice. It's, it's truly letting go of your life and everything in it to follow him. Then he'll pour resources into it because you are resourceful and you are trustworthy. And he'll open the Red Sea for you in the way you're anointed and gifted. And that way you don't have to focus on all this stuff. Now, if you're a lawyer and you need to, to do something, if you need to run for Senate, then go do it. If that's what God's, you should, I'll sure get behind you. But just to jump into those arguments, yeah, it's, it is absolutely a circus of misdirection. So mm-hmm. think about that. It's, it's not from God. Uh, you know, if, if somebody's saying you got to do this or that, and, and that's not what God's saying to you, then yeah. you don't even need to argue. Just well, smile and move on. That's like Paul. He said, am I here to please men or am I here to do what God said? You know, like there's a, right. a clear line there. Is it? And, and that goes to the point is what is driving these actions? If there's some kind of like pressure uh, to respond in a certain way, uh, that is not the Lord. The Lord does not operate in pressure. He doesn't operate right. in guilt and shame and yes. fear. He doesn't. And so if we live out of guilt and shame and fear while professing God, we are living a counterfeit mechanism. Uh, we got uh, Matt Farsner, um, who's a member of the Portable Faith Community, good buddy. Um, he said the Lord had him in Galatians 3 this morning. And, you know, Galatians 3, basically, mm-hmm. I love what Paul says here. After beginning mm-hmm. in the spirit, are you now t- trying to attain the goal by your own effort? Yeah. And that's Amen. just, that's what's happening. I mean, it's like the, the earth right now, we received it in the spirit, and now we're trying to go jog it out yeah. on our own legs. Right. Well, it's, it's, you know, this is a touchy subject, but if we use the, the church, the Sunday church, you know, not the church people, two or more, but this institutional thing um, with a lot of good in it, but there's also some jacked up stuff from the days of intimacy. And, um, you know, we've got unapproachable 
uh, pastors. Uh, the different from inapproachable, uh, one means aloof, and unapproachable means uh, I am not accessible. So when you have that, man, oof, there's something Jesus is missing. I mean, Jesus isn't in that process. Um, and, and we've seen that more and more in the last, I don't know, 50 years, maybe 25 years, especially with the, with the dawn of internet and all that, where people become like Saul, like King Saul, and people they don't realize it, but you are worshiping. <laughs> it's, I said it's sensitive. You don't, you don't mean to. I'm not saying we mean to do that. Um, there's nothing wrong with hearing a great sermon from a great speaker, but when we tend to make that our Christianity, something's way off. So, mm-hmm. But then we also see, let's do better marketing instead of tear the whole thing down and camp out, burn it down and camp out in the ashes and see what God will do. Yeah. give you beauty for them. So, so man's way says, let's get a marketing team. Let's figure out how to get more people in the door. Let's do this program and that program and let's hire all these people and let's keep building more and do better and attract and do what works. And wow. I mean, when you back off of that for a second, what you see is, well, let's fix this problem. Let's be this. This is our identity. Rather than what Jesus said, go and make disciples of all men or seek and save the lost. You got evangelism and discipleship wrapped up in that. That's what he said, do. How do you do that? You do it in the way God's given you authority. And that is what who you are. That's why we desperately want to teach people to understand and be obedient to that thing in them that they are. And it will work. It's already blessed. So you better believe the enemy throws stuff at us to get our our focus off of that. He hates it. That's why he counterfeits everything, because he hates God and he hates God's people. But he's not even after us. He's after him. So if he can pull us off course, he can't unsave us. You can't unring a bell or uncreate a new creation, but he can keep Matt or Kevin or anybody. If they're navigating by that inferior system off base so we stand up to it firmly but we're not being critical we're saying come on guys spiritual poverty let's start there and uh, work on that and then guess what all these things will start to uh, line up and dovetail together for his will Mm. it's all built on the rock now not sand people don't know that so they're chasing after marriage help instead of spiritual poverty being eliminated this mm. solves every problem. That's why he said, seek first the kingdom and him Amen. You know, and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. But we're all chasing all these other things. Yeah. The kingdom of all these things instead of the king and his kingdom. Well, you know, so, so going to that point about the kingdom, one of the things that uh, the Lord really was convicting me of and speaking to me about when I was walking this morning is... Mm-hmm. Our misdirection is trying Mm -hmm. to make the kingdom of the world better. If we make a better government, if we have better programs, if we if we fix the kingdom of the earth, then the kingdom of God will come into it. And what we need to do is what you just said. No, we need to burn down the kingdom of the earth and not 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 maliciously, but allow the surrendered (laughs) posture so that we let go 
of the kingdom of the earth completely and seek the kingdom of God. You cannot right. seek the kingdom of God while seeking the kingdom of the earth. And the great right. misstep and mistake of American Christian culture is trying mm -hmm. to infuse God's kingdom in with American culture. And that is yeah. just not, that is not God honoring and it's not what he's called us to do. And I believe yep. we're seeing the recourse of a couple hundred years of this finally mm -hmm. failing in a dynamic way so that the yeah. kingdom of God can emerge. Well, that's, that's, that's right. That I agree 100%. And, uh, you know, um, it, the only way to navigate this is you've got to get off that line. You got to, and, and God's made that line smaller and smaller and smaller. So this is a clarification process. You know, it's not, the world's on fire. I get tired of hearing it. it's not on fire. The sun's out. God's good. We are to count it all joy. We are to be thankful in all things and for all things. Does that mean it's easy? No, it's not. But it, when we get pulled into that stuff, we make our life about that. Look, think about love and fear. Okay. Fear is to the enemy. That's his mojo is the same thing as love is to our father. Mm. Now you choose. But perfect love wins, just like light overcomes darkness. Every time Always. a light bulb in a dark room wins. So we're, we win. You know, let's get happy. Do some of the things you love to do. If you're afraid, cast all your cares on the Lord. It doesn't mean you, you can't wash your hands and wear a mask. If you want to, that's fine. But it when you when that thing is on your heart and those three fears are leading you, then you can't love. You mm -hmm. are acting in some other technology and it's inferior and it leads only one place. And that is away from God. Amen. So, amen. That what that's a very practical and very plain example is that you know when you choose fear it leads to one direction and when you choose love it leads right. to one direction and only one of those is victorious and it is love yes yeah that's right and love is is you know we teach about this too it's not sappy necessarily but, you know I like a good hug but uh, it's firm gentle and it leads to joy. It doesn't join people in their stress, mm. um, but, but, but we have to grow in wisdom and, and God will give that to us if we just go after it freely. Yeah. And uh, we have the mind of Christ. Like we can't lose here. Does that mean that we don't get refined? Of course not. We're con God's constantly refining us to, but if we're leading and we're letting go of things of this world, Man, oh man, that's talk about something that just the joy of his heart, and he will pour into that. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, all I can say is I can just say, guys, my life is is living proof of that. I'm not standing on anything, but man, he's good, <laughs> right? And, and you know, so. So we, we've got to live this out by example. And that's why when you read first Peter, you get to five in the end where he, he talks about being firm in your faith. Um, there's a, but then he talks about the sufferings, you know, but it, one of the, my favorite descriptions, and there's three or four of them there is it's meant to establish you. He also talks about it being for a little while. So you're not alone. Be firm in your faith, resist the enemy. 
And God is doing something. It's not just, oh, I got to wait till one day. No, man, he is knocking off. He's pruning you. But what happens when you, when you get pruned? You prune a tree so it'll prosper. Yes. And if you can't put up with that, then go on and get your gold watch and the company car and security and live by what the media says or or your favorite political party. I, I don't care which it is. <laughs> we probably line up in, in a lot of the same areas. But even that, it, you know, it's not right makes might. It's not about it's about the Lord. Anything that takes our eyes off that puts it on something else isn't going to work. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, I mean, I talk you, all day about it. You, Kev, do you think that the Lord is allowing uh, people to become exhausted with their own understanding? Yeah, I do believe, you know, I, I don't like all the big, I, I, listen, I'm all into prophecy when it's real. Uh, there's a lot of junk where people try to overinterpret, but uh, I do believe it's a real thing. And and whether we have that gift or and or just that discernment that He gives us for for different things in our life, and I think we all can share in that and, and listen to Him. Um, but I I'll say this for sure. Uh, I mean, this is how I see it, and I'll leave it there. But it's this is a clarification. So what it means is the people. Um, who are, I, I hate to use the term lukewarm, uh, maybe inadvertently so, but mm. people want to put their faith in a box instead of it being the foundation for their life. You can't love like God unless you even believe God. You have to believe him, not just in him, but believe what he says. Well, so we're getting to a place, I believe, where the things that people have relied on, their money, their health, uh, the institutions of the world, the government, everything. Um, it, it's not about destroying them. It's about saying these things, you, they will lead you astray. You can't rely on them. You don't need to continue to focus on that. And one of the big ones is is the, the, the I go to church on Sunday thing. It's not wrong. And there's a lot of good in it. But if that's all you got, you're toast. And we're seeing that. <laughs> we're seeing it. It's not about putting it down or saying, don't go back. It's saying, look, get on with being his. That means in your business. That means in everything you do. But it's not about beating people over the head. It's about leading like Jesus in the way that you've been anointed. Anointed gifts will emerge to meet that where it is and effort will happen. Now you're acting now we're acting like Jesus instead of trying to establish some kind of institution. It's, 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 it, the wheels fall off of every human institution in mm. history. And we're seeing that. So what do we do with that? We don't go try to fight and make it and white knuckle, you know, an old rusty car. Do you, do you, are you driving the car you learned on, mm. you know? I'm not. I've had like 30 cars in my life. Well, <laughs> where is it now? Who knows? It's probably, in, you know, in a little bunch somewhere in a hole. <laughs> so it, it, anyway, it's it's clarification. It's not about throwing those things out. It's about saying, do not rely on these things anymore. Mm -hmm. And listen, when you when you're being when you want to listen and, and learn something, 
start with the word. Start there and open up. Ask God to share and to search your heart and to eliminate or eliminate that stuff, but to illuminate and he will do it. And he'll bring people into your life that you can lead and help, but also people you can learn from. And, you know, that's that's how I see it. You don't need some fancy theology degree. Uh, You know, it's just you just don't see that in Scripture. You see that being counted all rubbish. Mm. But what you do see is people who've been through it. You see people who've been through uh, addictions and failures and problems and stress and life who who've chosen to rely on God through it. Man, he pours into those people and they're the leaders. Yeah, that's just how it works. That's how it is in Scripture. That's how we know. Well, that's that blessed are the brokenhearted, right? You know, um, yeah. blessed yeah. are the meek, you know. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, man, um, so much good stuff today, um, you know, just as, as an encouragement to those that, that joined us or watching this on replay is um, we have to be incredibly diligent in this time and get honest with what it is that is leading us. Is it what we see? Or is it the things that are unseen? Because we can only have one leader, and that is an unseen God who is about his kingdom. And that is where our focus and our heart is. And so we want to lead folks in that direction because Mm -hmm. that's what's unshakable. That is eternal. That is what is sustained. Everything else is nothing but temporary facade, um, and it will ultimately fail. I love what you said, Kevin, just a minute ago, is that every human institution will ultimately fail. It sure will. Well, we'll think about this. Let's. Look, uh, uh, I know we can wrap it up, but remember the idea about fear. Remember, just to recap, you know, uh, all of these things lead to chaos, confusion, and condemnation. Um, fear and love are opposites, um, and love is patient, kind. It does not envy or boast. It's not proud. It doesn't dishonor. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth, always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always persevere, and it never fails. When you look out and you see the world, are you hearing love? And if you're not, that definition, which is, you know, scripture, then you don't need to hyper-focus on it. You can acknowledge, I see that. Okay, God, what am I here for? Let's get on with that because that thing's already going to work. The enemy hates it. He wants to get you away from it. There's one other thing. This is one of the texts that I hadn't sent it out in a while, but when God sees something that looks like himself, which means what? Like that definition of love Love. or, or the fruits of the spirit, you know, peace and patience, joy. When God sees something that looks like himself, his presence will increase to fill it and perpetuate his cause within it. Why? Because he's already planned it. Therefore, act like a son instead of a slave and your life will become a better investment for him. So if you are following something by anything other than uh, God's love for us, then what you're doing is um, it's you're 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 following fear. You're following the enemy, and uh, we, we become uh, we 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 get off track, you know, and we kind of waste our life. Um, so anyway, that's a just a final thought for me, I guess. 
Yeah, well, well, man, appreciate your your time and your wisdom and throwing that in. For those who watched live with us today, thank you. Uh, we're here every Wednesday yeah. around Thanks. 11 a.m. Um, and in two weeks, the plan is to be back on uh, the radio. Uh, the show has mm-hmm. an opportunity to go back live on uh, 106.7 FM here in Wilmington. Uh, it will be digitally yeah. produced as well, just like you see here. Um, but it's a good step for us in a, in a positive direction. And so we appreciate you guys sticking with us and looking forward to getting back in that environment. Yeah, and it'll still be uh, recorded and Facebook live streamed and all that, right? I yeah, absolutely. We'll all the above. Yep. So, It'll, all right. Yep. Yeah. All good, man. Well, friends, thank you guys. Real quick before we go, if you want to connect, uh, you can do so at uprint.life, Y O U P R I N T dot L I F E. Would encourage you to get plugged into the Portable Faith community. That's our way to uh, both stay in touch with you, provide great content, discipleship, get plugged into resources there, uh, but also foster and help partner with us in our charitable movement that is known as the Life Center. Uh, you can go directly there, get plugged in uh, for um, $10. It's a charitable contribution each month at wakeupmyfaith.com. Um, other than that, don't yeah. get into the chaos. <laughs> Stay away from the chaos. The, the portable faith community, by the way, is uh, we, we, we've retooled it a little bit and we, we you know, we've got to migrate some systems together, but uh, the content now is there's more content than ever. It's a, uh, it's available and um, so it's an easy thing, but you, you know, for a couple cups of coffee or, you know, whatever you want to look at, uh, you get that content, but you're, it's a donation too. And it helps people who, uh, who can't afford mentoring or, you know, even things like groceries and all that. So um, really help us get the word out because at some point we want to do more, uh, you know, as God leads it. But uh, um, you know, if that's something that blesses you and, uh, we just we just really want to help promote that um, so that we can keep keep teaching this and helping people one on one in in spiritual and physical ways. So anyway, I'm done. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely, man. Well, Kev, thanks so much. Everybody who tuned in today. Thank you, guys. Uh, we will be uh, back next week in the interim. If we can do anything, reach out to us. Info at uprint.life. We'll see you guys soon. Mm-hmm.